Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. G'day, everybody. Welcome to Saturday afternoon footy from the University of Tasmania Stadium down in Launceston. It is Hawthorne hosting the Gold Coast Suns after the week that We've all had in footy uh, and last night's rollicking affair at the MCG. And we just take a big deep breath as we look forward to this one. It does feel off-Broadway, but it's a big game for the Gold Coast Suns. You don't have to have too vivid an imagination to see what's in front of them from a ladder perspective. And a win here is absolutely essential. And then they just need a couple of things that are likely-ish to happen between now and the end of this round for them to find themselves a game outside the eight. Now, uh, we're getting close to the end of the thing and whether they're going to be able to get there or not, uh, everybody will have their opinions about all of that. But from a mathematic perspective, uh, they win here today, do there, and um, then you've got to hope for a Geelong win, a Port win, and a Western Bulldog loss if you're a Gold Coast Sun fan, and they can exit round 21 right in the hunt. It's our pre-game show for Beaumont Tiles, $25,000 worth of advertising giveaway. Go to iCanWin.com.au. Uh, we've got some um, split attentions here at the moment, Liam Pickering. Uh, Jared Waitler will be back. He's having a little spell after a very, very big crunch time. We got a little, we got a little filly running as we as, as we uh, get our teeth into this game of footy down here in Launceston. How are you, mate? I'm going well, Andy. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, our horse, our SEN horse. Correct. Really. Yes, it's Margaret's banner. So we're all got a little share in it. Jared's here pacing. <laughs> Uh, yourself, I've never seen him look so myself. Yeah, it's cool. Grand, the... <laughs> grand finals and test matches and Olympic games and all the stuff. I've never seen Waitley so toey. No, he's very toey. <laughs> we're expecting a forward showing here from uh, Margaret's banter. It's about to jump, uh, which would be nice. But uh, no, it's a massive game for the Suns. It is, isn't and... it? I mean, it is a massive game for them. I mean, given their history and their lack of success, they've got to cling to any faint hope uh, that they might have of uh, playing finals footy and. Uh, this very, is it's very, very faint too. It is faint. No, there's no question about that. But uh, it's it'll go to their mindset a little bit. You know, are they up for meeting expectation? And that's what sits in front of them today. Uh, they've got a Hawthorne side that has been weakened with uh, the suspension of CJ Jath and the absence through injury of Mitch Lewis. So now they've lost their key forward and they've lost their really dynamic bouncer off half back. But um, they are there. It's a team absolutely there to be beaten today, this Hawthorne side by Gold Coast. So uh, we'll just see well, whether they, they're up to well, their end of the bargain. They should be winning. But, I mean, I, I wasn't overly impressed with them last week, I must say. It was, uh, I thought, a, just a ho-hum sort of effort in the end against the West Coast who really fought it out well as Margaret Spanner goes 18 wide on the corner. Uh, <laughs> she has fanned out wide. Yeah, fan look, look, looking for the better running, uh, or just a little wayward on that. Just on the a turn. little wayward on the turn. Yeah. And I think that's the uh, back to the drawing board for us. Yep, uh, it's not a great run, but four wide the trip doesn't sort of help. But uh, anyway, she didn't stick her nose in the frame, and uh, she uh, took no. no took no uh, had no role in the finish. So. No real role. No. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's that's how we go. But yeah, yeah. it's one. <laughs> There's a share up for Jared, Jared's ready to, He's to off. sell. He's out. <laughs> but anyway, so um, that's life. But yeah, the Hawks have had a. I think they've had a pretty good year. They have. I mean, so have the Gold Coast. So eleven feet thirteen coming in. We'll obviously get our teeth stuck into this one a little bit closer to the bounce. Um, it's been a week. It's been a week, hasn't it? Like oh, there's it been, you know, the the game last night, which uh, I think we're all feeling exhausted after watching it. It was just another. 
Great they're, game. They're taking us on the most improbable and unlikely kind of ride at the moment, and they're not letting anybody down. No, I agree. Couldn't agree more. I, I picked them for that reason last night. Did you really? Yeah, they've, okay. they've won four of the last five against no, 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 it's six of their last seven against Melbourne. Now it is, yeah. Well, no, seven of their last eight, eight now. It's so a great record. It's amazing yeah. when you've got a team that matches up really well against the other team. So full credit to Collingwood. I thought they were superb. And Melbourne, they didn't lose a lot of admirers last night. I didn't think. I mean, they missed opportunities. They should have probably iced mm. the game a bit earlier, but they didn't. You leave the door ajar to this team, and good luck. They'll keep coming at you. Picks, they've got a – I haven't um, – I'm going to talk about this on Monday when we sort of get our teeth stuck more into the review of the round. So we're all trying to make sense of Collingwood statistics, right? And, and you look at the stats, all the things that, you know, we uh, and, you know, people in your position go to to try and explain things. And, and they're, they're, a bit, they're a bit of an outlier, Collingwood, because the stats don't back them up. But there's two things about it. One, they work hard and they never stop. So yep. there's that. And I'm sure you can measure that. And I think, you know, Craig McRae mentioned that with us on Wednesday, that their data tells them that they work harder later yep. in, in games of footy than their opposition. Yeah. I yeah. see that. And the other thing, and you might want to marry them both in here, but it was it occurred to me late last night, I got on to bed and I had to make a note to myself to do something. they got a lot of players who are very good in one-on-one contests. Now, you don't see a lot of one-on-one contests in footy anymore, but they got a lot of players who in crucial moments, when it is a one-on-one, and a ball's got to be won, like they used to in the olden days. Yeah. They've got a lot of blokes who win those contests. They have. They have. They've got a lot of will to win. They've got yes. will to win type players yes, that they just have. don't want to get beat. And that's what they're doing at the moment. They're, sh- they're proving to everybody that whilst the numbers mightn't stack up, <laughs> the, what they give you does stack up. Yeah. And it's stacked up. And it's not a fluke that they've won 11 well, you close can't win games. It, you can't win it and be a fluke. Well, that's what I mean. They, they, do they're that. doing exactly what you want them to do mm. is that they're putting themselves in positions to win. And they're finding a way to win. Yep. What more can you do? Yep. You can't ask for any more than that, in my view. What do you think, from where you sit, what What are you, and you've been around footy a long time, what are you seeing in the relationship? Not And it's not just Craig McRae. And he is always the one that wants to defer to Justin Lepich and Brendan Bolton and Scott Selwood. And he's a, what are, you, are you seeing something about the way Collingwood's going about its business this year in terms of the coaching staff player relationship? Uh, yeah, I am. I'm seeing a smile on their face. Mm. I see them even when they run out in the ground. They look a happy team. Uh, they look a united team. Yeah. You see them, they're having a bit of a smile. They're having a bit of a giggle. They're getting over to help each other. I think that little bit of play, I know, where they jumped on Ed Langdon. It was, it was, that hilarious. Was, it was hilarious. It's just, that's what it's, footy is. And Ed got right? having a smile, you yep. know, it's yep. like I expected it. Yep. Thanks, boys. Keep it coming. I'll yep. be right. Yep. So I just think they're playing with, yeah, with a smile on their face. And yep. it makes a huge difference when you've got a happy club. What are you and re- I'm not saying that they weren't happy. No, no, but, but I know, they I know seem to have yep. found a way to be yep. really enjoying what each other's doing. Yep. They, they celebrate with their teammates. They're not all about running over and, and high-fiving the crowd. They're about their teammates. They get yep. to them first. And I think that's a coaching thing. That's, that's a team-first attitude. And if they've got a team-first attitude, they're going to be a damn hard to beat in the finals. Is, is any of it having – do you think any of it will have any impact on what Jordan Degoe's ultimate decision is? I think is? it will. Yeah, I do. If you're having fun and you're playing good footy and he's been a real contributor, yeah. uh, I wouldn't be leaving. Uh, if I was him, I wouldn't be leaving this, this what if club. It's, what if it's 200000 a year less? Because it feels well, like the money, everybody who wants him and watches that last night goes, Jesus, $750, we will get it up to eight, eight hundred, we will get it up to eight fifty. Yeah. Whatever the offers are that they're kicking around. Yeah. Well, he's not going to get that at Collingwood. No, he's not, right? No. So They'll say, here's our offer. You can have it for a couple of years, mate. Show us that everything's good and we'll, yep. and we'll move and we'll keep moving forward. 
and your next contract will be a big one. Yeah. But this one might be a one that's still good, still good money, uh, given he has had a bit of history. Um, but you're at a club where the coach is loving you. He's telling exactly. He's telling the whole world yeah. that he loves you yep. and wants you to be here. Your teammates are proving it that they're playing as a team. Why would you want? Why would you want to leave? So it's funny, isn't it? Because, For hundred grand or whatever. I know. I, well, I, these are good questions. I mean, these are the questions that, and you, you'd like to think that the player values. You know, the mateship and the journey and the shared experience and we've been here for a long time together. Yeah. We want to achieve something. You'd like to think that that... Well, we don't hear from him. That's the thing. We don't no, know. No, we don't know. No. People that are close to him know that that might be driving him. Yeah. Because he's come back into the team he hasn't missed a beat. So how does that play with, with the, the the fact... You know how it is. And you would have had players who are hard work for the club. They're just... You never quite... I've had a few. You've had a few, right? <laughs> so the clubs... The club rates them because they're a player. Yep. But... You just never know whether they're oh, going to get a phone call in the morning. What's he up to at the end of the season, the holidays, the whole thing. And it, at some stage, clubs run out of time. They're just, okay, one too many. Okay, that's You've it. You've had you go. Yeah. Right, we'll, we'll get through to the end of the year and then we'll, we'll just we'll get the best deal f- yeah. for one another. When you see this and what they're going through and him being a key contributor, does the club, do the key people at the footy club, oh, no, I don't think they will this time. Do they change their mind? No. Do they forget what they were thinking three no, months ago? They, they won't. Not this group. Okay, righto. Not this group. They're too well led. They're too well led off the field. You know, Graham Wright and, and these guys are yep. just good operators. And, and they'll have made it abundantly clear to, to Jordan what, he's, what, he's, what his responsibilities are to yep. this club. Yep, And you'll be a take it or leave it scenario, I would imagine, with Collingwood. And that's how it should be because he's, he's worn it out a little bit. And I reckon next time it'll be now. I did take it and I didn't leave. But this time, you're going to pay me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? You'll yep. give me what I'm worth now. Yep. And yep. I think I'm worth a hell of a lot more than you're going to pay me last time. But I understand why you offered me what you offered me. And it's still going to be all right money. It's not going to be, you know, fish and chip money. Yep. It's going to be good money yeah, still. Yeah, yep. So the reality is, is that he'll have to make that decision on his future. Does he go and pick it up and, and potentially push his problems to one side, pick them up and carry them to somewhere else? Or does he embrace it, what he's been doing? He's been, I think he's been fantastic since he's been back oh, he's, in the club. I mean, he hasn't set a foot out of, out, of, out of place. But my view would be that uh, stick it out for another year or two, mate. Yeah. Give it another couple of years. Do you reckon that'll happen? I don't know. I yeah. don't know what his mindset is. If he's driven by money, he'll leave. You would think. Yeah. But if he's, you would. If he's driven by what, and this will help, what they're doing at the moment has to help. How do you, why would you want to leave this? Well, it's the, the biggest club, in the, one of the biggest clubs in the country. Mm. And it's, and it's, Riding a wave of momentum, you don't go jumping out of that. Oh, it's hard to, it's hard to not see. unless you're pushed out, and he's not going to be pushed out. Clearly, yeah. they've put their arms around him. They're, they're, they're wanting him there. Yeah, and it's, and it's proving it in, in the so way. you don't think they're be coaching pu- him. You don't think he'll be pushed out. You don't think it'll, no, they don't, no, no, they're okay, not going to push him out. Yep. Oh, I don't think they will. I yep. don't know for sure, but yep. I don't think they'll push him out. I think their actions would tell you that. Whatever, everything that comes out of Craig McRae's mouth tells us that he yeah. wants him there. Yeah, and if that's for me, he's good enough. I, I'm yet to uh, to be proven that Craig McRae doesn't stand by what he what he says. I, no, I, I think <laughs> I, I, I read between the lines. I reckon he's a man of principle when it yeah. comes to that. Uh, we're going to take talk back all weekend. It's going to be on the Southern Phone open line. Awesome new unlimited NBN offers from Southern Phone. Riddle me this: when you whenever you talk to people, a lot of people in the game and expand and expansion gets raised. A yep. 19th team and a 20th team. Yep. You hear the familiar reply: not enough players, not enough, not enough. Talent pool's not deep yeah, enough. All of that, yeah, right? And we understand, right? And and there might not be enough elite level talent, but where does where does an Ash Johnson come from? Correct, they're there. You got to find them. There's enough of them. Don't worry. There's plenty of blokes running around and playing at VFL, Sanford, whatever. That given the right 
opportunity can be really good AFL players. I've got no doubt about it. They don't have to but be Paddy easy... Dangerfield, do they? They just have no. to be a player who can play the role that he's asked to play. Collingwood have picked up four good ones in the mid-season draft. Beg, yep. Noble, Harley Mystic. I think yeah, he has no, missed a game since he started. Yep. And then the two boys yeah, this Carmichael year. and Johnson. Carmichael yep. and Johnson. They yep. all look like they're not, they're not scrubbing around struggling to get a kick in the VFL. No. Like they're, they're actually playing good AFL footy. Yep. And it's amazing how many of those guys get in. And a good example is... The guy who just retired from Richmond, Kane Lambert. Yeah. Overlooked, overlooked, yep. overlooked. Just keeps doing it at Williamstown or in the VFL. Gets his opportunity. Yep. And he's one of the most critical in- ingredients in the three pe- when the three premierships Richmond got. No doubt. One of the most important. Yep. Just a team player, got it. Instructional player on the ground. Played an unbelievably unselfish role yep. at that club. One of the best and fairest in the premiership. Yeah, phenomenal. I mean, well enough, it was a premiership year, but he won the best and yep. fairest in that yep. period. I mean, that, that tells you something. No one wanted him uh, when he was 18, 19, 20. Like, they didn't want him. He was, play, he was playing Carlton's resis, basically. They're, yeah. they're, they're affiliated. Cody Majacek. Yep. Recruiting yeah, as a backup one. defender. Yep. yep. How important is he to Collingwood? Yeah. Like, yep. they're there. You've yeah. just got to find them. You've got to look for them. And they are. And look, these clubs are out there at the moment. And the VFL and the Sandful are being, in particular, and the Waffle. I mean, Liam Ryan comes out of the Waffle. He, was yeah. over, he wasn't picked. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? They're, yeah. they're top-line AFL players. Tim <laughs> Kelly got overlooked for four years. <laughs> and then his second contract was about 800 a year. <laughs> <laughs> so first contract was 1,000 a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, they're there, Andy. I, I don't have a problem with the depth of Australian rules football. And if we're just looking at juniors, and let's not forget, these kids have not played for two years, yeah. yep. especially the Victorian kids. So what we're seeing out of Nick Dacos is extraordinary. Uh, uh, it's extraordinary, uh, uh, Andy. You've got to understand. I can't where get these, around it. These guys years. haven't played. No, no, <laughs> like no, no, Jamara no. Hagen. Oh, geez, he needs to lift. He hadn't played. Yeah, he's yep. a kid playing in a key position. What yep. do you think's going to happen? Of course he's going to improve. Yep. It, it's madness to think. Madness to think that we haven't got talent. We have. We have. There's talent out there. we just got to find it, and we've got to give it an opportunity. In a game like that against a team, we'll have to get a break in a minute. In a game like that against the opposition uh, that was there last night, did Nick Dacos' stocks rise again for you last night? Get rise any further. Oh, they did for me. Well, it's it's as good a first year as I can remember. I, I'm with a, you. From a kid straight out of the Mate, 80s. I'm with you. Yeah, you know, Joel Sowell's first year was superb. It was unbelievable. In a premiership team. Yeah. But he had a bloody good team around. <laughs> like, he came into a team that was 7-8. Yep. Look at him now, sitting second on the ladder, and he's had a massive impact in that. He's a different thing. He, he makes a difference. He's Good just, things happen when he gets he's the just footy. Smart. That handball he shot out to his brother, who kicked that goal in what the third quarter or the last quarter, whatever quarter it was from forty. That handball was it sort of he was a bit off balance, and his body wasn't lined up properly. But yeah. he's a and it had to be hard and flat to get through. Sort of That's arms. That's what he does. He is an amazing he's a footballer, and he's kick. He, he can. He takes. When he takes the dangerous one, he never misses. No, because he's and he's brave enough to take it yeah, because yeah, he's yeah. got confidence in himself. He's a magnificent. He was doing it at junior level, ball. and what he's doing this year in the AFL. Imagine what he was doing in the 18s. Oh, I can't when imagine. they did play, I, when they played the odd game last year or the year before. That's what surely he was doing. Will Ashcroft isn't as good as this kid. He's real good. He's not as good as. Don't tell me <laughs> he's, he's real good. Don't tell me he's, he's good real as good. As I don't know if he's as good as Dacos. But I'll tell you what, he won't be far behind him. God, He's a serious get player. Get excited. Bridget and then you've got supporters. Adrian Fletcher's young bloke coming through. He'll be their next pick. In this year's draft? Yeah. They're going to get Ashcroft and Fletcher. <laughs> he's about to pick 30. Is Fletcher a father, son, or boy yeah, anywhere uh, else? No, he's, a Lions, he's a Lions zone player, academy oh, player. Oh, so because he, he wouldn't have played? Did he play 100 no, anywhere? He played, no, he played all these 70s. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I don't think he did. Yeah. So he didn't, oh, actually, no, I might be wrong. 
he might qualify under the Bears Lions. Okay, so they're going to get him one way or another. But he's going to get it either yeah, way because yeah, yeah, he's an yeah. academy player, I think. Oh, my God. But he'll go. So they'll be their two picks. They'll have two worry, picks for the draft. No, all we're, their points. Yeah, yeah no worry. No, we're probably done. We don't probably have more. Unless they get rid of trade well, a few. Well, why would they need any more? Oh, that's going to help. Both midfielders. Class will walk straight in next year, round one. Will Ashcroft will be playing round one next year. Unless he gets injured. He'll be playing. That's phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, you're here today. Our experts, our experts, AFL Nation, are here for a sure unify your national uniform and workwear. Experts, the teams are beginning their warm-up for Ream. Install a Ream, Australia's favourite. We've had a chat about last night's game. Remember, we're going to be calling here the Hawthorne Gold Coast game down in Launceston. Some of our stations will be heading off at 1.30 to the SCG for the Battle of the Bridge. You're listening to the 2022 Premiership season on AFL Nation for Beaumont Tiles. Hybrid flooring in store now. You're listening to the 2022 Premiership season on AFL Nation for Beaumont Tiles. Hybrid flooring in store now. Pre-game show for Beaumont Tiles, $25,000 worth of advertising giveaway, iCanWin.com.au. The Battle of the Bridge was last week for anybody who's uh, at home playing along and has a sharp sharp ear for those sorts of things. Unless it was the Battle of the... Uh What would it be, then? We're going to GWS Heston after this, so... It's up there, so maybe it's, it's the Anzac Bridge. Well, there's a bridge somewhere, but not quite the battle. I'm not sure what bridges um, Essendon have been traipsing over to get there. But, <laughs> uh, talk back this weekend, Southern Phone. Awesome new unlimited NBN offers from Southern Phone. Um, I've only got a couple of minutes here. It's been the boys on Crunch Time had a terrific chat um, out of midday. What have you made of the Adelaide stuff? Because again, you've been around footy for a long time. You know how clubs operate. You know stuff that individual. You know stuff that you've been exposed to as a player. What do you reckon? How do you reckon Adelaide's handling the situation in front of it at the moment? Um, well, they've got a fair bit of work to do to make mm. up ground. Coming from a long way back, I would have thought, given what's transpired this week, and I'm not sure what what have they had to say so far. Anything? No. Nah, well, Mark Rusciuto was the first one we heard from. Then the what did he say? Uh, no, he said it was sad that Eddie wrote the book, and you know that we or we we everyone wants to just put it behind us, and we uh, just want to move on. Was pretty much the tone of what Rue went with the CEO. You know, eventually got around to an apology, you know, the day after. But the thing that confused me about that, but they knew that Eddie was going to write a book. They, they knew the, we all knew the book was coming yeah, for years, absolutely right? Absolutely, we did. So, what did they think was going to be in the book? And knowing full well that uh, there was going to be a revelation about the camp in there, I, I don't know why they didn't get on the front foot. And so, and now that now that Josh Jenkins has has lined up, you know, as he said yesterday in front of Eddie. Bryce Gibbs has come out. There's going to be a yeah, couple of others. It's come out this morning, Bryce Gibbs. It's getting bigger on Adelaide. And well, they, it is. They're they, looking smaller for doing nothing about well, it. Well, it's on them. They need to do something. They need to act appropriately. And what is appropriate for them at the moment? First is take an event, like actually take an ownership of it. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah, Tim Silver's had to get out. He wasn't even there yep. at the time. And he's wearing the brunt of it all. I mean, how many of the people that were actively involved? Like how many of the board are still there? How many no, are, not many. So one, one, got, one board, I think. And I think Mark Rusciuto, obviously, is footy director. Question for you. You're a player, you're a player manager. If you one of your players or players of yours are going, I picks. We've got a camp coming up. I'll, I'll be off. I won't be on the phone for the next five days. Yep. Do you want to know now about the camp? Would you want to know hang on, what's going on on the camp? Is that something that you would actively get involved in? I, ha- I haven't in the past because no. I've just trusted the clubs. But I mean, after that, you probably would ask the question. 
But I don't think that, no club's stupid enough to put themselves in that position. No, anymore. you wouldn't think so. But I mean, we're talking, what was it, five years ago, four years ago? Yep. I mean, so, yes, I don't think we'll be ever seeing that again at AFL level. No, nah, well, let's hope not because the players don't deserve to be put through that sort of stuff. Eric's Burt's dressed by Ringers Western from a Kimberley cattle station to the commentary box, Ringers Western. Dot com. The teams are about to come out. They're finishing their internal warm-ups for Ream. Install a Ream, Australia's favourite. Uh, after one thirty, we will be heading off in some markets to the GWS Essendon game. No Battle of Bridges going on anywhere. The rest of you will be staying with us here in Lonnie for the Hawthorne Gold Coast game. And a big game it is for the Gold Coast Suns uh, here on AFL Nation. A huge day ahead for the Western Bulldogs, Fremantle, Geelong, St Kilda, Port Adelaide, Richmond. On another massive day in the AFL with ramifications for so many all over the place. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.